Episode 99, My Ski Wreck, Learning to Move Through It. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I was laughing this weekend. I um, will explain to you what we did last weekend, but I was just laughing because I'm like, I'm going to get a really good story out of this weekend (laughs) for my podcast. And you will hear the story as I (laughs) begin to unfold it to you later on. But I want to just keep you up to date on what's happening inside Team Elevate. Still Wednesday, Wednesday Wondery is still just working out some kinks and we'll get that set up. I'm super excited for that. Just because people always ask me, like, what do we do inside Team Elevate? How does it change lives and why is it important? And it's the thing we talk about. And that's what we're going to talk about Wednesday Wondery is how we get our mind and our body connected, how the tools I use to help you lose weight, how to uplevel your exercise, and how you know, frankly, how to like actually up-level any area of your life and how to really discover your healthy self, right? And when I say healthy self, it's like heal thyself because when we connect with ourself, then the sky's the limit. So, um, and also another fun thing inside Team Elevate is we are doing the incline April 30th and we are also doing a bunch of healthy food prep and to show you how to do this healthy food, how to eat healthy. So it'll be something you definitely won't want to miss. And that's April 30th here in Colorado Springs. And whoever's inside Team Elevate, it is a free event for you to come do the incline and to have all these food demos and try all this healthy food. So even if you want to do Team Elevate just for the month of April, you can just so you can come do Team Elevate and then you can cancel at any time. So cancel after the month. But just so you know, that is out there and it is going to be amazing. We did it last year. So this will be the second annual and it went better than I expected last year. And I imagine this year will just get better and better. We just last year we did a little food demo demoing with juicing and how to make those kind of things. But also my dad, who is a very advanced raw food chef, my sister, I'm hoping is coming and I will, we will demonstrate some food for you and you'll get to try it out. It'll be so awesome. And you'll get to get to the top of the incline, which is beautiful, beautiful sight to see. So start training, start getting ready, come, come inside team elevate and let's make this happen. So here goes what we're going to talk about for the podcast today. I definitely got a story, (laughs) which became the whole theme of the podcast. So um, I'm going to just kind of describe the weekend to you. And then most more so, this is going to be the aftermath of, of what's happening. As you've noticed from the title, it says learning not learned. So it's learning the lessons, not learned lessons, because I'm definitely still trying to learn some things. Um, Anyway, so we go, we try to do this thing, an annual backcountry hut trip, but it doesn't happen every year with COVID and a few other things, but we've done it multiple times since we've lived in Colorado Springs. And it's always a highlight. It's really fun. You pack everything on your back that you're going to eat and everything you're going to wear for a few days. And you have backcountry skis. So that means that you can 
ski um, downhill, but you can also put, it's called skins on, so it kind of makes them look like cross-country skis, called AT skis, and so you put skins on them, you cross-country ski into the hut, and then when we're there, we skin up the top of mountains, and then you take the skins off, and they become downhill skis, and you ski down. So, super fun. There was eight couples, so 16 of us this year. Beautiful time. I mean, it was really brisk weather, but it was beautiful because you work hard, so it actually works out perfect that it's cold. And then you get in and you get to this beautiful little hut. It's a little cabin with really nothing in it but mats to sleep on. So you bring your sleeping bag and pillows. And then we bring our food. And there is, like, um, we can cook some of our food because they have stoves there. So we can cook food. But everyone brings in food. And then we share our food. And it's great. So um, it was a, it was one of my favorite hut trips to start with, even with all the things I'm going to tell you. But it was beautiful. It was like you can move around. You can exercise. You kind of escape the outside world. I just turned my phone off and just enjoyed being in the mountains with the people I love. And so it was great. So we had gotten there. Um, and the best part for us, for me and my husband that started it really good, is we actually bought our own AT skis this year. So we didn't get blisters. Because in years past, we've gotten blisters. Well, we, meaning my husband's gotten blisters in the beginning. And it's kind of ruined, not ruined, but it's been hard to want to ski. And then you ski later on in, on the Saturday at a resort. So if you have blisters, it makes it hard. So we got in without blisters. It was a pretty day. And then we just skied around and the snow was soft. It was great. So that was Thursday. And then Friday was awesome as well. Um, we, you just, again, you just ski around the back country and then you hike up to the top and ski down. And just that being around the people that are fun, some was my family and some were friends. But, and even just the real conversations, just being, I think removing everything from the outside world and coming in, you just, people kind of become real and raw. And that's like my favorite, very, very favorite. So I love the Thursday night discussion because you kind of just, there's no distraction. You don't really have phones or TV or anything. And so you play games and talk to people. So we did that Thursday. And then I was looking forward to doing that again on Friday night because then we'd be hacked packing out on Saturday. So we had skied in the day, then we had lunch, and then my sister was there and she gave me like an awesome workout before I was going back out to ski again. So then we went out and we had found this really fun mountain. So you hike up and ski down and it was one of our very favorites. So I was so excited to go ski the rest of the day, hiking up and skiing down, hiking, skiing down. So it was our very last run of the day. And, um, I was like, I remember specifically being like, I'm going to gun it a little bit more. I'm going to go like all in because it's my last run. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to just like enjoy it. And then we were planning on just skiing down to the very, like not stopping anywhere on the mountain and just skiing all the way down. So I started skiing down and one of my friends was in front of me and he actually had wrecked. So I went around him. I veered around him, which had me veering. There was a rock pile that I was had never hit, but I veered around it and, um, I didn't make the right, right turn. So when I came down, I came down like on the side of a rock bed, but is what happened is I skied, you know, over, I probably scratched my skis up, but I caught on a little piece of rock at the end. One of my skis did, which now that I've like played it over my head a billion times, it's what I think that little tiny rock that I caught on that pulled down is what hyperextended my leg. So when I landed, I knew something was wrong. Like, I think I knew something was wrong before I landed, but it was all kind of a blur. But um, I never felt that way skiing. So I was like, something is wrong. <laughs> and I tried to get up and um, probably had a, 
few words that not everyone wanted to hear that was said out loud. And I tried to stand up and start skiing and I fell over again because I couldn't put any pressure on my left leg. So it was actually, as the story starts unfolding now, it was actually like all these turn of events that actually like was so precious and sweet to my heart to see because my brother actually had stopped in the middle of the run. I think Brett had gone down a little further and I couldn't get down. And so he, um, I just used him as my left side as my, he called my, like he'd be my pole, but he was like a human body pole. So I could just put my weight on my right foot and get down the mountain. But then you have to go up a little bit of a mountain to get back to the hut. And so it was really cute. He took his pole and worked really hard and he just sidestepped up and pulled me up as he was my, as if he was my rope toe. (laughs) And it was like actually really tender to think that like my brother would do that for me. But then to be honest, when I first fell, like someone asked me what my first thought was. And my first thought was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be out of racing because, um, that weekend I was, that was my 11th week into the training. So as currently right now, I have 10 weeks to my world championship. And, um, so that thought probably brought more tears than the pain or maybe both, (laughs) but there was some tears. And, um, but now is where like the aftermath starts happening after the accidents happen. And I can't really bend my knee, but I have to get into the hut. And if anyone skis, you know, taking off ski boots, actually, you probably don't think about it much, but it actually takes a lot of movement with your leg to get a ski boot out. And it was actually really hard because my knee was like starting to swell up and my whole leg was hurting. And it's just a lot of jarring because the ski boots are really tight. But the miraculous thing was, is that I got it off. So luckily my husband's a doctor as well. So we um, got in and laid down. He palpated like my whole leg and he's like, okay, it was actually better than he thought it was because I heard some like popping and movement, which is not a good sign. And I don't really still know what that meant. But anyways, he like, we just did this palpating and he was just like, let's treat it as a strain right now. But you know, my head, I was going through all the scenarios of what was going on. And also just so you know, if you back, if you have to get into a hut with backpacks and skis, then you have to get out. <laughs> so I was thinking, how am I going to get out of this hut tomorrow? Cause I can barely put pressure on my leg, but I, this is the very first thing that I learned and I'm still learning, but I couldn't keep going to the worst case scenario. Like I couldn't keep going to like, what if I'm not going to be able to do my race? What if I can't get out of here? Because this is something that I've learned and I really try to tell my clients and my athletes that like, I mean, we can go the worst case scenario. Like I might not be able to race and I might not be able to get out. But after I go the worst case scenario, I don't want to keep ruminating on that because that was not, I mean, maybe there was some truth that like I was injured, but the fact like, is that helpful? Is that kind to me? And I'm trying, as I'm trying to like figure out what to do. And so I had to realize like, slow it down. Let's just come back to the present. Let's just realize what's happening exactly right now. And let's deal with it right now. So in slowing it down and just being like, okay, let's just like put some ice on it and let's just take it for face value and not let's go to the extreme. Like I can never race again. I'm have to get surgery, all the things. Right. So I, I mean, that in of itself is probably like, one of the very first things that I learned and when I, the lessons that's happening from that is that I, and even my daughter said to me, like, how did you do life before you had life coaching? Because with life coaching, right, you just, you want to get to the present moment and not either, which I'm going to talk about in a second, either ruminate in the past, what just happened or go to the future, the worst case scenario. And like, all this worry that starts feeding in and that all the anxiety of what's going to happen because now I'm injured. Right. So I just had to slow it down and I just had to be like, 
like I'm still healthy. I'm still like safe enough and I can still move to some extent, right? I could still put pressure on my other leg and like, I just had to be like, I'm still going to be here with my friends tonight and I'm still me. And I, I mean, literally had to do all this coaching. It sounds really weird, but I, I want to show you what happens. Like, like I'm a coach as well, but I still have to use the tools that I coach my clients on and my athletes on, and I have to apply them to my life. And I, I was telling my sister that like, sometimes when I do a podcast or I do a Thursday's thoughts and I send out thoughts about that, I have to realize like that I, I think that that's my future self talking to me. So when my present self has issues, I have to be like, oh, thank you. I'm going to go listen to that so I can remember what I told myself so I can actually apply it to my life and then move forward. So anyways, in doing that, I just kind of settled into it and I'm like, I'm still here with my friends and family. I got an awesome day of skiing. And then to be honest, that Friday night was like the funnest night I've ever had in a hut. We like had we played this couples like game, like we have to ask couples stuff and you like kind of, you kind of get to know each other better, but it was funny and it was serious and it was like a real raw conversation and it was amazing. But I was so grateful that I didn't ruminate too much or get stuck either that like, this is going to be the worst thing that's ever happened to me or like, how could I have changed it? Because I was just present and I was there with my friends and family loving what was and knowing that I was injured and I didn't try to make it more or less you know, what, it you know, it just was what it, you know, it was what it was. And I, I say this all the time to my clients, but I'm like, when we argue with the past, we only lose 100% of the time. So, and I've, I've had to tell myself, this is the lesson that I'm still learning because I tend to ruminate when things happen that I didn't want them to happen. Or I, I go back and be like, how could I have gone around my friend? How could I have missed the pile of rocks? How could I have done this? And I did the run like tons of times during the day. And I have to, again, like redirect my brain because I have to say to myself, like, this is like, there is some truth for me maybe diving back into it and figuring out what happened, but it's not helpful and it's not kind for me to ruminate because at that place, I'm completely stuck because I can't change the past. So then I stay, I stay, I stay super stuck and I don't have any movement forward. So as I'm trying to figure out how to physically move forward with this injury in my knee, I want to figure out how to mentally move forward so I don't get stuck in the past. So, and like, I'm not going to lie and say that I've let it go, but I keep going back to that. But then I have to be like, where am I now? And what lessons can I learn from this? And how do I move forward to have this lesson? And how do I learn lessons that's going to make me a better person, right? And I think that this is where we could all pause if we've never had a ski accident. We've just had unfortunate things happen in our life. We've just had setbacks, misfortunes, whatever we want to call it, some a failure, anything we want to call it, is like, it's so easy to ruminate back there. But when we ruminate instead of like pause and look at it and get some, some clarity around that so that we can learn from it, then that's not helping us out. And so I just have to be like that happened. And then from here, where do I go from here? How do I move forward in learning that like, this is what happened. And now what lessons do I learn and how do I become a better person because of this? So I mean, I always say Brian Katie, like that thought just stuck sticks in my head, you know? And so I'm grateful that I just have to like, I have the skills to know that redirect, redirecting helps, right? I have the, I know the skills that finding a thought that's believable that I do have a healthy body that can heal is more helpful to think that I'm completely broken, right? To think that like our bodies bend, but that our bodies are amazing. 
um, that they know how to heal themselves if I can calm down and if I can stay still long enough, right? So that is something I'm still trying to learn. And I just have known from past injuries that I've had, past wrecks that I've had on the bike or with my triathlons or anything, is that the ruminating gives me no movement forward. So I have to be like that. I have to just admit to what happened that I got injured and that I can't change that. But what I can change is the things that I learn and it is how I go forward and how I can find find some light and some um, some gratitude I'm going to talk about from the situation. So, and another thing that I talked about, which is interesting on my Thursday thought that I send out last week is it's from John Wooden, a quote that says, um, don't, you know, don't focus on what we cannot do, but focus on what we can do. And that is what I've had to do since that happened, because the rest of the story goes is that I actually couldn't take my pack out of the hut And so I was able to keep my knee bent and I was able to, it was like three or four miles out and I was able to um, put, put my skis into AT skis. So it's kind of like a cross country ski without my skins on. And I was able to get out, but I don't really like people to have to like help me out. Meaning like I feel like I'm strong enough to carry my pack out and do these things, but I couldn't carry it out because the extra weight my husband thought would like actually aggravate it more. So my husband started with it, and then my good friend Todd had it, and then my friend Nate brought it into me. But honestly, I was in tears more so the fact that they were having to help me. And as much as I like to serve others, it is sometimes hard to be served because um, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that like I'm not strong enough to do that, right? So I really had to coach myself to be like, listen, people serve you, you serve them. And this is how the world works. These are why we have good friends. These are why we have family. I mean, this is why I have an amazing husband that will help me. And on the flip side, I get to help them. But for for real, that was actually really hard for me to do. But I had to focus on the things that I could do and I could ski out, but I couldn't put the pack on. Right. And even today, like where I'm at, like I went swimming with a pool buoy. I can't really move my leg, but I can still swim. And usually I don't look forward to swimming, but today I was like, I'm actually excited to get in the pool because I can move my body and I know I'm not going to move my leg. Right. So I think that's important. And I just was like, okay, well, this is something I can do. I can rest my leg and that's now my job. And most of the time I'm go, 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 go. But my body's like, okay, we're going to rest. And I was like, I can do this. I can rest, even though that I, it's surprisingly harder than I would think to rest. So, and the last thing that I want to bring up is just that like, is my gratitude and appreciation for the people around me and actually for this body that I have. And I think so many times in life, you know, they always say like a fish in water doesn't realize how grateful they are for the water. And I feel like I am grateful for my body and the way I can move. And I even said this last week, like, oh my gosh, I feel so grateful. I can breathe better now because I've had a cold and it's made me really appreciate the fact that I can breathe better, you know, but having this injury on my knee and not being able to be agile and move it. It makes me really be so grateful for this body that I have and that I have movement and has my heart is softened for those that don't have as much movement as they want to and how frustrating it 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 is like when we can't move the way we want to. So I feel like, you know, from the situation, my heart is softened and I've seen things in a, a different way. And even the people that have been helping me, my friends, 
someone at church was so kind that they helped me a little bit, like do some recovery method on it. My friend who's a doctor is helping me just like rehab it before we have to see if we have to get an MRI and get surgery. Of course, my husband who's a doctor has been helping me, my friends, but it just like puts things, it slows everything down. And like I've said in the past, it just helps me see what's most important. And yeah, like this isn't really that in the whole scheme of things. Like I'm going to heal and I'm going to get better. But in the moment, these personal issues to us, whatever that is, if we're injured from a ski trip or if we've had a setback or a heartbreak or anything like that, they matter to us. And even like on a world scope, like it's it's not that big a deal to people, but to our temper, like ourselves and in this moment, it matters. And I think it's important for us to realize like, yeah, something happened that was unfortunate or the situation that I would have not have chosen. But I say this all the time too, that it happens exactly the way it's supposed to. And the reason we know that is because it did happen. And so because it happens the way it's supposed to, then what does that mean? And how does that look for us? And so I've just had to be like, Yes, like as I start getting more and more movement back in my leg, I'm just like so grateful for the movement I can. And it just reinforces how grateful I am for a healthy body and that I want to continue to be so appreciative, right? And I want to show my friends, like I want to serve them more and I want to love them more because like in times when I I feel like in a weakened state, they really are there for me and my family and I'm just like, I don't, I don't really, of course, wish this would have happened. And one of my thoughts is like, how can I get a break, right? I'm in the middle of my training. I've already gotten sick and now I'm injured and I like have 10 weeks to the race, but I'm like, you know what? Like I, everyone has different setbacks. Like we are human and we're going to have that. But I think the bigger thing is for me is how can I evolve with my life and realize like there is a reason for this. Is, this is a part of it. And I'm learning and I obviously haven't learned because I have to re- keep telling myself these lessons. And even I got home today from swimming and my husband's super cute. And he's like, how you doing? I'm like, fine. He's like, did you work out? I'm like, yeah. I was swimming and it was fine. And he's like, okay. And he kept asking me and he's like, I was like, I'm going to do a podcast on the lessons I'm learning. So he's like, tell me what lessons you're learning. And then I start crying, right? As I'm telling him all the lessons I'm trying to learn. I'm like, obviously I'm still learning these because they're still really close to my heart. And I want to believe these lessons and I really want to implement them. But I do go so quickly to frustration. I do go so quickly to like, I don't want this to happen and why this happened to me. And I, I go back and forth, which we all do. We go back and forth from these different thoughts. But we just have to realize like that we're going to get to these thoughts that aren't helpful. But how do we really get to a thought that we believe that we can redirect to, that we believe that it is possible that something's good's good's going to come out of this. And I and I do believe this and like I'm working through this and I think that this is part of my growth and that we all have part of our growth. I'm definitely in the middle of this so I haven't learned yet like I said, but that I'm trying to see it from a different light that through these skills that I've learned through life coaching is I'm trying to see it from a different perspective, learn from it as I grow and then as I heal and I get better, I can become a better person through this. And like I said, this isn't in the big scheme of things. It isn't a big deal. But for me in the moment, it is. And just like for you in the moment, whatever that is, that that's a big deal for you. And you want to learn how to work through it, learn how to realize there's going to be frustrations, there's going to be setbacks, and that is life. But how do we be able to pull back a little bit and see it in a bigger picture in a different perspective so that we don't get stuck in it and that we can move forward? Because that's what happens to me when I start thinking like, why this happened? You know, I never get a break, any of these things. I can't move forward 
and I stay stuck and I want to move forward. Physically, I want to get my bed, my leg better so I can move forward. But my mind is what's really going to help me move forward because that's what's keeping me stuck a lot of the time. So, so many lessons to be learned. Overall, I would still say I loved the hut trip. I don't know what's going to happen now. I'm just going to rehab it. And the hope is that I won't have to get an MRI and there won't be surgery. But that story is still to be continued and we will see what happens. And all I can do now is focus on what I can do, not what I can't do. And my heart continues to be grateful for those that are helping me and my body that still does work. And the last thing is that like, I have to not ruminate on what happened or the worst case scenario, what's going to happen. And I just have to stay present. And that's the best that we can all do is just realize that life happens. And like my husband said, when we're like pushing boundaries and we're getting out of our comfort zone and we're, you know, having fun, there's always an element of risk, but that in any part of our life that this setbacks come in and they come in because um, they are there to teach us things. And when we learn from them, we become a better person. And that is what I hope happens to each of you. Whatever lessons you needed for to hear, for sure this podcast was for me to hear, but that we can all take the experiences that life gives to us and come out through the other side, move through it and become a better person because of it. So I will talk to you guys all next week. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise and we strengthen our body and our mind, we see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our lives. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at camibankscoaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I would love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.